coming nearly. Unless you're in a really big way. My name's Winifred Thompson. And uh, I'm in the middle of a willow patch outside Balna Hinch. Uh, and I'm cutting... Do you want me to say what I, what I want them for? <laughs> I want to make my own coffin. So uh, this this family have uh, a variety of willows here. And uh, so I really wanted a, a lovely coloured coffin. <laughs> now when I say coloured, I don't mean it's going to be oranges and reds. It's different shades of yellows and greens, basically. And uh, I'll have a few reds, dogwood and through it. And uh, so that's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Is that OK? <laughs> when did you decide to do it? About a couple of months ago. Hmm, about a couple of months ago. And uh, I suppose I've always had a notion of it, but it was always in the back of my mind because I thought, no, I couldn't do that. But then the more baskets I make, I mean, a coffin's only another basket, only a big one. And you're you're not sick or anything. You don't have oh, a terminal no. illness or anything like that. No, you know? no, no, no. Do I do I look ill in any way? You look, no, you look healthy. <coughs> Stephanie has stopped by with a baby on her hip. She's the farmer in whose field Winifred is working. My father-in-law was interested in basket making, and. He planted them years ago. Stephanie can't cut the willows this year because of the baby, but they need to be cut every year. So Winifred is doing her a favour. So this land, even though it's sodden, it's pretty yeah. bad. It's yeah. actually good for the willows, is it? Yeah, they like a bit of wet. When she came into the field, Stephanie thought Winifred was just cutting the willows for ordinary baskets. Wait, lots of coffins are made out of willow. I think it's good. Why very good mahogany if you can get a bit of willow. It's lighter as well. Ideal. Well, I retired. Retired early. What did you do? Teach. Primary school. Come September, I thought I'd have to do something. So I applied for a course doing traditional crafts and basket making was part of the course. I had my... Moses basket so you know I suppose a love for wallows has always been there you know it just took something to bring it out again Isn't that, so the yeah. first thing that you slept in yes was a Moses basket and the last thing that you'd sleep in <laughs> isn't that amazing I never thought of it that way would be made of willow as well <laughs> yes <laughs> no. there's something elegant about that isn't there there's something kind of my family don't think that <laughs> Do they not? I think I'm a wee bit crazy to be thinking about making my own coffin. <laughs> what age are you, do you mind me asking? I'm 60. Well, it's early enough <laughs> then, isn't it? Well, if I don't make it now when I'm able, I'll certainly not make it when I'm not able, when I need it. One of them says, well, I'm not carrying you in case you fall out through the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a slight on your workmanship, isn't it? I know, I said, no way, I'll be strong. <laughs> Easy work this way. I'm cutting some finer ones as well. <clears throat> you have to cut them way down low. You can see where they were cut last year. Why do you have to cut them low? Well, just to give them a, 
a good chance to come up again. They come up better. There were five in our family, and uh, my mum always said that whenever she was going to have her next baby, that she always relined the Moses basket. And, and that's how we knew that there was... A late, I was the second youngest, but that was how the older ones knew it. there was another baby coming whenever Mummy brought out the Moses basket to relain it. <laughs> with cotton? With cotton, yes, with cotton. She would have done her own dressmaking and, and uh, made, did everything like that, so... <sighs> and will you line your coffin? That I'm not sure yet. Um, I might... I might do. I haven't gone that far yet. Or I might get somebody to do it. It wouldn't be a big job. PVC or something like that? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I want it cushioned. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be on, you'll be beyond caring about that at that stage, I'd say. Uh-huh. No, if I get, get this done, the, the lining of the coffin will not be... It'll not be a big job. And um, after I have it made, that's... The problem where I'll store it until I need it. But I'll, pro- I'll have to keep it upstairs. I'll have to keep it in the house because I wouldn't want mice or... And I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to have it lying out in a damp shed. So I'll have to keep it indoors. But then any time your family go into the, the room where it's in, they'll be thinking about your death. No, but I might put uh, temporary shelves on it to see make it into a wee bookcase or something. Oh, that's a clever Stand idea. Stand it up, put temporary shelves on it. So it'll be like a mummy's case for mummy. Yes. <laughs> okay. And do you make the baskets on your own? I do, yes. Is that very solitary? No. I just bring them into the kitchen. I have a shed, but it's too lonely out there. So I just bring all into the kitchen. Oh. I've started to learn the violin too, you see. At my... <laughs> You're looking at me in amazement. Not at all, I think it's great. <laughs> I love fiddle music. So I've just... I've started that. So, uh, so I love listening to... I love listening to violin. I love violin and piano. Where did you grow up? In Donamana, County Tyrone. Part of County Tyrone. In a little thatched house. Did you? Yes. And it was wonderful that we lived in the thatched house until Hurricane Debbie came along. And you're too young to remember when that was. I am, yeah. <laughs> 1961. And uh, it, the hurricane really destroyed the thatch. We had just had it redone. Now, it was a thatched house with an outside toilet and no bathroom. So no luxuries. In the 1960s? In the early 1960s, yes. And uh, my friend, my best friend at school was actually a Presbyterian minister's daughter. And I used to love to go to her house. Because <laughs> she had a bathroom. Because <laughs> she had a what? She had a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the height of luxury. She's an inside toilet. <laughs> an inside toilet. <laughs> Which was just wonderful. <laughs> but 
we had everything we needed and it was it was terrific. And where did you end up then? Where, where do you live now? I live in Clody. Is that far from where you grew up? No, no, it's only about eight miles altogether. So I only went down the road. And was it a local man you married? Yes, oh, sorry. Yes, he was... Um, we were farmers and he's a farmer. So I met him at the Young Farmers Club. Young Farmers Dances. And did you chase him or did he chase you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I went away then to college and I suppose we sort of picked it up after I came back again. So I don't know. I, I suppose mutual just. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to get. It doesn't grow as well as all of ones, I think. It's a bit smaller than the, uh-huh. the rest. Stephanie, the farmer, has returned to the field. She not only has a baby on her hip, but she has a toddler held by the hand. You want a picnic? It's not a great day for a picnic, though. It's a bit wet. Maybe we'll wait for a dry day. And in her pocket, she has a page from a copybook. To me, a willow coffin isn't just a box, but it's beautiful artwork, more personal and meaningful than wood. Just as this person's life is made up of many strands, some more comfortable to work with than others, the willow coffin is woven together and tells the story of growth. Different colours and patterns in the weaving can reflect a story and individuality of a life, woven with care for a purpose, just like each one of us. Did you just go back and write that there? Yeah. Why did you decide to do that? Because whenever I was talking to you before, I, I think there is something beautiful about a woven thing that each strand is bent over and there's a rhythm whenever you make it and especially a coffin that is a special thing, you know, for somebody's life and they're in it, they're dead right enough but they're in it. Smell it. Where'd you get the Brittany Blue from, did you? What is it? A rainbow. A rainbow. Brilliant. So um, I have a lot of, I still have a lot of um, preparation to do and before I started even. So it'll be a wee while before I get started and the willows are not ready. They'll have to dry out a wee bit first. For how long? So, well, ideally I suppose they should dry out for a year and then I would re-soak them and then use them. But I might not do that, I might let them dry out. Maybe till February or so. Leave them in a good airy place, let them dry out and then use them. I think they should be okay. What happens if you up and die before February? There goes your, there goes your plan. There goes my plan. <laughs> <laughs> I always say to myself that, I'm, that I can face death any time, but I'm not just ready yet. <laughs> I have a few things I want to do. <laughs> like what? Like make my coffin. <laughs> and I, I don't want to be selfish about life, but... Uh, no, I'm, I think a few things just I want to do. I want to spend more time with my children and grandchildren. <laughs>